this we have we have generations of star wars fans in the house and oh, yeah. and uh, including i mean uh, lee are you a star wars fan uh, this is yeah i saw the original in 77 yeah so i saw the original movie back in 77 i remember queuing around the theater to go and watch it with my dad yeah and didn't get in on the original show so i had to wait about three hours to go in so and but yeah i do yeah well, and I'm just going to assume, Jen, I'm going to assume that you're, uh, well, at least were like everybody else in the in the U.S., the Star Wars, um, everybody else over, um, because Kate, Kate came along, like you came up during the prequels, right? The prequels, one, two, and three were coming out, and the four, five, and six lovers of whatever, and these were like, yeah, I mean, I was not born until the last one was or the second when was uh 80 and empire 80 and 83 yeah so the last one return of the jedi i was a wee a wee a wee toddler um and jamie are you a star wars fan never watched star wars you've never watched star never wars. watched star wars so this is but i like tattoos of star wars <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a big fan of tattoos of star wars cool. all right so we've got jennifer knighton Lee Waddington and Jamie Edwards holding microphones. Uh, and we also have Jamie and Tyler. Is that right? Did I get that right? Um, that was a lot of names to remember. I'm sorry. We got Kate in here as well. We got a full studio, guys. We're going to have to turn the AC down because of all this body heat in this little 20 square foot um, area. But uh, so we're the Gold Foundation is is marching down the the field to what 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 we got what do we have going on tell us tell us what we have going on well today we're doing a free soccer camp in rainbow city from 5 30 to 7 30 today oh, yes okay. ages four and up all difficulty level well not difficulty levels all um how do you say it all standards standards or levels of experience got it so we're gonna have fruit water it's just gonna be a fun day and then tomorrow we're gonna be in Asheville. Okay. Tomorrow we're going to be in Asheville. Uh, same thing, five thirty to seven thirty, ages four and up. It's a free camp, and we have Jamie and Lee uh, facilitating the sessions. So, Jamie, you want to tell them a little bit about where you come from? Yeah, I played and coached in England for nine, ten years, and came over here uh, to New York, um, coaching for a professional uh, major league soccer team, New York Red Bulls. Uh, coach for those for any affiliation to Red Bull, Red Bulls. It is, yeah. It's is the, it really? It's it's all about the can, yeah. Okay, it's, it's the can, I and the, the soccer team comes comes second. Um, so it really is a sponsored, like it a, is, yeah. Okay, it is. It's uh, I got you. It's well, they're they're. I mean, that's their thing. You big know, franchise. Just, yeah, sports extreme, mostly extreme sports, but just anything active. Yeah, that's uh. Anyway, didn't mean to derail, derail you. Yeah, and then uh, three years ago. Started uh, my own uh, soccer organization in New York, uh, where we train kids all over New York and, and New Jersey, Connecticut, um, doing camps, clinics. Uh, we actually run our own football club now, which is uh, 
you know, we have teams competing against other teams in the in the tri-state area, and uh, and that's where uh, a year or so ago, a couple of years now, me, me and Lee got on the emails and uh, went back and forth in in trying to set something up um, over in New York, but it ended up being um, a partnership uh, from from England to to Alabama now, yeah. and, and now this is how we've kind of met and just rolling with it really we have really good ideas in uh, uh using lee's expertise uh back in england and uh putting all our all our ideas together and our, and our experiences to to make this uh huge that's that's what we want to we, we want it to, to be huge and I, we really think it will be awesome so again free clinic this afternoon, five, starting at 5.30, 5.30 to 7.30, ages 4 and up, is that right? Correct. And tomorrow as well, but tomorrow in Asheville? Yeah, tomorrow's in Asheville. Today is at the Rainbow Middle School at the football field. Okay. Yep. Um, and then is there, it, it, of course, free. Um, moving forward, I guess, the, what, what in terms of down, down the road, you know, late summer, fall, what is to be expected? I mean, more clinics and or developing the program. I mean, the things you're talking about, Jamie. I mean, just developing the program in in full. Um, what's the what's the timeline for that? Well, we 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 have to see how today and tomorrow goes with right. uh, you know number of people uh, showing up and and seeing uh, what the response is, and then we go from there. But we do have a, a timeline in setting up. Uh, a couple of programs, uh, one in Asheville, one in uh, Rainbow City, uh, started in January mm-hmm. uh, 2018. So, but we we we're kind of playing it by here with with the the audience that we're we're attracting, and then you know, like I say, we're we're trying to set up uh, two programs, uh, pretty much starting in January. Now, four and up, is there a cap, or does that include four and? 35 we would take you on okay okay all right but you're the exception only if kate comes with you (laughs) obviously this is a a child's clinic um but seriously is there i mean through high school through um college does it really does it matter i I think i think in the beginning we go up to around about 16 yeah Uh, i think fours through to 16 and then making it a specific so banding age groups together so you sort of like your four to sixes, your eight to twelves, your thirteens to sixteens. Right, is is really the way to go because that'd be mirroring the programs that exist in the professional game back in England, which is really what we want to bring here to Rainbow City and you know the larger area. You know, is to try and upskill local people um, who have never maybe coached before to bring them into the fold and teach them how to coach mm-hmm. uh, in a professional way to help them with the qualifications as well with the US Soccer or, you know, Association. Um, but really to sort of try and mirror what, what the elite game does in England standards-wise. So we're raising the standards of soccer locally here uh, because I think it's crying out for it. Sure. And, well, I mean, we've talked about this before in the previous longer podcast we did. Uh, but, of course, the, the mission of the Goal Foundation is, is you know, it's – and jump in here at any point in time, but it's primarily at, of course, what you're talking about, Lee, bringing the standards up. And standards sounds to me like to be a, a term of art in the soccer community or the football uh, community. 
uh, but bringing just the standards generally in Alabama of which, you know, every the American football is kind of our number one sport. But um, I, I played – well, I think that there are – without getting too much into what's going on around football, especially with younger kids, and I don't know how much it's in the press anymore, but, you know, the health risks and, and, and the concussions and things like that that are happening. Um, soccer is, of course – I mean, is it the world's most popular sport? Is it? I would suggest it's the number one sport across the globe, yeah. Right. And by, by a long, long way. Sure, sure. Globally, absolutely. In the States, not so much. Oh, it's the number one participation sport up until about the age of 13 in the U.S. Uh, is it really? about 17 million active soccer players. Okay. Uh, it, it, it smashes every other sport out of the water. Well, good. Well, so, I, I came here seven years ago, and it was the most growing sport seven Excellent. years ago and but, it's it's grown but in alabama i guess it's a little bit different in yeah. alabama compared to other states i would say yeah but definitely. you would be surprised our uh, rainbow city parks and rec guy yeah he said that soccer we have more numbers in soccer than any other sport well that's good in our area which is you know strange to think about because baseball i think what happens is a lot of the other sports get more funding yes because they're more visible people yes. are more familiar with them and people just aren't as familiar with the sport. And so I think that's a bit of the problem. So I think what Lee is saying, what you were just saying about um, training coaches and educating people is sort of the key to really grow the sport on a big scale in our area. So coaches, talking about coaches. Yeah, sorry to just jump in on that point. Don't think that there's uh, a lack of children who want to play the game. Right. I think there's a real lack of coaches. Well, that's what I was going to say for the clinic this afternoon and tomorrow would it be and anybody that's interested in participating as a coach coming yeah. and, and I mean, having we've, a conversation we've, we've been putting that out on social media and i've personally been putting it out for a number of months now uh we're wanting people who just want to be around soccer who maybe love the game who want to positively influence children uh, but maybe don't really know much about the game they're the people that we want to attract right uh, because then we can help them to grow as an individual, develop them as a person, but also show them the simplicity and effectiveness of coaching soccer and the positive effects it can have on children. So we want absolute beginners who have maybe never coached soccer, maybe don't even know the rules of the game yet. Uh, and that's and that's a big and that's a seismic change for me because back in England we don't really want those people. At the elite level of the game, you want people with all the qualifications and all the experience. This is the other end of the spectrum. We want absolute beginners who've got a good heart and ambitious to learn. And if they've got that, then we can really help them. Awesome. Um, you know, uh, uh, not to bring the back 40 uh, story too much into this, but, uh, you know, one of the things, of course, the story behind the name back 40 is basically centered around this um underestimation i don't even know if that's a word or a comp no well it's an agricultural term but it refers let's just to the let's just say it's a word yeah <laughs> we can just say it's a word i just worded but no um it, it refers to you know the back 40 acres of the farm that are traditionally the hardest to maintain so they kind of get neglected but if you go back there and you farm that field if you farm the back 40 you're going to get the the best yield because precisely because it hasn't been over cultivated or, or things like that I, and things like alabama you know the deep south for craft beer culture that was the reason we chose the name because you know we were kind of the back 40 of craft beer 
And like so many things, I hate to say this, but like so many things in, in Alabama, I mean, the simple truth is we kind of laugh and, and joke that, you know, countrywide soccer is, the, you know, the biggest partic- participation sport to a, a certain age. Um, but it's not necessarily the case. Well, I guess what you were saying, Jen, it, it is the case to an extent in Alabama, but still certainly the visibility of the sport and the support structure behind the support with funding and things like that is not not there just yet. Um, but once it gets there, you know, that's another beautiful thing about the Deep South is we have quite the athletes down here too. You know, you got you got the 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 kids the kids out there on the back forty that are um, that that are ki- kicking around. I mean, that's another thing too. All you need is a ball. You know, all you well, need that's a- the beauty of the sport is that. That's that's really all you need. I, I just think there's a lot of coaching operations where they have all what I call the bells and whistles. So they have all the kit, right? But they have and all the gear, but they have no idea. Yeah. So I'm 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 more of the ideas person. You know, I've developed players that are playing at international and Premier League level, and I've never used anything other than a small space, a few cones, and a ball. So I, I'm not I'm not a big believer in overusing lots and lots of equipment. I prefer to keep it simple because I think it's highly effective. Sure. Well, and just for information on the clinics today and tomorrow, um, I guess kids just show up. Nothing. Anyone can show up. Yeah. And, and no shin guards needed, no cleats. Don't need anything. Don't if need you haven't anything. got it, it isn't a barrier to them coming and, you know, and having some fun and joining our family on the day. And you now we want to be the home of soccer here. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it to be a family orientated environment where it's, you know, it's creative, it's fun and it's safe for everybody, whether that's a child, whether that's an adult who wants to come in and give coaching a go for the first time, or it's a child who's never kicked a ball before. So everyone's welcome. Uh, we accept everyone. We never reject anyone. Love it. Well, we've got to get this word out quick with you guys having a five thirty. Um, what we may need to do is like a, a Facebook live video or something like that real quick, just to get the word out to the back 40, you know, Facebook at least, and then some tweets and, and things like that. And just to kind of go back, I know we covered this in the last podcast that we did, but the heart of what we do is to mentor young people. And the idea is that we have the older kids like 16, 15, 16 coming in and we're mentoring them and they're mentoring the younger kids. And so it's just kind of a cycle. And hopefully these kids that come through at a young age will become mentors as they get older. And so that's really at the heart of what, you know, of what we want to do. Soccer is the vehicle that we use, but ultimately we want to meet, you know, basic needs, which we've done with, with the help of Back 40, with fundraisers and stuff like that, providing food, paying power bills, you know, lots of other things. So that's really at the heart of what, what our, I guess, motivation is. Cool. All right. That was great. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We just wanted to give a quick little shout out to our friends at the Gold Foundation and the events they had going on this afternoon. Today is, what day is it, Kate? It is Tuesday the 25th, we think. Yes, Tuesday the 25th. um, And we wanted to go ahead and get it out, just kind of a quick edit, and um, and let you guys know about this great program, Gold Foundation. Um, it's always great to see Lee and now new friend, Jamie, um, uh, every time they come over from the UK, the right, uh, 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 other side, other side of the pond there. Anyway, um, 
so we are uh, uh, we're just going to leave it at that. Just a kind of a quick uh, non-edited thing. Check out goldfoundation.net, I believe, is their website. You can also check them out on Facebook, of course, to find more information. And also another thing, too, just to reiterate, because um, I have an interest in helping coach. I'm not a soccer player myself. I actually – or football. I don't know. What, what was that accent? I don't know. And I'm not one of those. Um, I, I uh, broke my arm playing on the recess of, you know, the playground or whatever when I was a kid, um, going, going valiant, making a valiant effort towards getting a ball down a hill when it was uh, kind of dewy outside. And I guess that spoiled it for me. I will tell you a fun, funny story for nobody cares, but I, I ran with a to- like a, this was a pretty bad break and I was like, you know, fourth or fifth grade, but I had a big V in my arm and I was running across the field to my my best buddy still is my best buddy uh from from my home we grew up together um and anyway he, he was um playing goalie for our team and I ran up to him and I said I said Ryan 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 uh, go get the teacher go get the teacher I, I hurt my arm and I showed him my big v of my arm and and like my wrist was just limp it wasn't working at all and he says dude I can't Playing goalie. <laughs> so uh, he was quite the competitor, uh, as you can imagine, still is. But anyway, uh, fun soccer story for you guys. But anyway, this is, a, um, you know, I think we, as we talked about it in the, pod, in the podcast, it's just another one of those things that worldwide is a very, very popular, very low barrier to entry sport. Um, and of course, with the injuries and everything that come with contact sports, I know you're getting hit, you know, doing head. head, head there's some pretty serious stuff that can happen on the soccer field, too, um, with all these folks that play for a really long time. But especially at this level with kids, the um, the potential or risk for injury is, is, of course, very, very low. And it's a good way to get your kids out interacting with uh, one another and playing, um, you know, a, a, a group sport. And this is for free this afternoon and tomorrow. So anyway, go check them out, goldfoundation.net. Thanks, guys.